0: Swanson is joining us she is the mother of Brandon Swanson joining us from Minnesota thank you so much for joining us from Marshall Minnesota actually first of all I want to ask you Ms. Swanson you were on the phone with your son a large part of those early hours when you were trying to find him and he was trying to find you he wasn't hurt at all right I mean the car went into a ditch but he seemed to be okay Uh, correct He, he said he was fine but he was not injured And, you know, in fact, when we did find his vehicle, there was no damage to it. It was simply muddy from being on a gravel road, um, but no damage to the vehicle. What was it like that night to be going through this and so close to your son, but so far from your son? Yeah, um, you know... As, as, you know, as Brandon tried to explain to us where his location was, and he was extremely sure of himself. He, he felt confident in, in where he was at, um, and that we were the ones that were confused about, you know, how to get to him. And as the conversation went on, as the minutes ticked by, you know, it, it, it came to a point where as, as long as Brandon was on the phone, as long as he was talking, as long as we had contact, it was okay. We would be okay, but the minute that he, that that call dropped, I just became sick. I knew it was wrong. I knew it was very, very bad, and just could hardly fathom, you know, what was happening at that point.
1: Today we'll be talking about the disappearance of Brandon Swanson. He disappeared on May fourteenth, two thousand eight, in Porter, Minnesota. Hi everyone, this is Tony. And this is Jay. Um, I hope everyone is doing well.
2: I hope you have a good Christmas.
1: Yes, Um, we haven't been on for a while, due to the holidays.
2: And then I also have finals to complete as well.
1: Yep, and she only has one more class to finish for the yep. finals. So and that's... I'm
2: finishing that tonight, so that's good.
1: Yes, Yeah. and then, um, so we're gonna do, you guys are listening to our podcast today, and then we're not gonna return until after the first of the year. Because Jay is traveling.
2: Yep, to Atlanta.
1: Yes. So we'll um, continue the beginning of the year, probably the middle of January is when we'll start our next, uh, up or upload our next podcast.
2: Mm-hmm. And we hope that uh, when you return, you had a good holiday and a good first of the year.
1: Yes, yes. I can't believe 2018 is already almost gone. Right.
2: So it's
1: like it just mm-hmm. started. Right? Well, today we have a really interesting disappearance that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Sad, but interesting disappearance. And I want to let um, ones know that there will be a couple of swear words mm-hmm. in this podcast. But um, today we're going to talk about the disappearance of Brandon Swanson. He disappeared when he was 19 years old on May 14th, 2008. Um, Brandon actually lived in Marshall, Minnesota. And he drove his into a ditch on his way home from for celebrating the end of the spring semester with his fellow students from minnesota west community and technical colleges in camby at the camby campus and i believe it was the night before he was going to graduate from that college oh, That's too bad. i know um uninjured he got out and called his parents on his cell phone however first when he got stuck he called his friends to see if anyone can come and pick him up, but nobody picked up the line. Then eventually he called his parents and asked them to come and pick him up. And he was unsure of his location, so he told them that he believed that he was near Lent, L Y N D, Lent, Minnesota, and they drove out to pick him up. However, they were unable to locate him. Swanson was on the phone with them as he as they were searching for him, he got out of his car and started walking. He was on the phone with them and abruptly he ended the call about forty five minutes after talking with them, screaming, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. So he was on the line with them. He was been talking to them for about forty five minutes. In that call, he all of a sudden said, Oh shit, as you can hear from the recording at the beginning of this podcast. And after that, he was not heard from or seen since. And um, I believe this was just before 2 a.m. when all this happened. And his parents called him several times, but there was no answer.
2: Mm-hmm. It's worth noting, um, the mother, Brenda's mother did an interview with Nancy Grace. Um, Nan- Nancy Grace asked, did you try to call him after that? Um, After he said, OS. Um Annette Swanson, which is his mother, said, oh, yes, we did. We didn't immediately hang up the phone. You know, we called his name. We tried to, you know, thinking that he, he still had the phone, that it was very near him, that he would pick up, or that he could hear our voices, and we called out to him several times to realize he's not there. End of, end of quote. And then also, um, it's worth noting if the phone was still active after uh, he said OS, um they would have at least heard him, like, fall into the river or at least heard him get attacked by an animal. Um, The father said that what he heard, it sounded like his foot slipping.
1: Mm. hmm
2: And the call didn't go straight to voicemail when they called. It actually rung. So it had to have still been on. Wow.
1: Wow. That's sad.
2: hmm
1: Well, um, after that happened in the morning, after he... They couldn't get a hold of him in the morning. The family, the parents, reported Swanson missing to the police who advised them to wait because he was a young man and um, that behavior is not uncommon for them to go missing, I guess. And later that day, the circumstances of his disappearance became more complicated when his cell phone records showed that he had been near Porter, which is 25 minutes from Lent where he said he thought he was. And it was a two different locations. So that information led to the discovery of his car though.
2: Mm -hmm. And it's worth noting all the car doors were open when they found his car.
1: Mm. Do you know?
2: No, they don't know why it was open, but all the car doors were open.
1: So this case is very puzzling. I talk about some of the theories about what may have happened to Brandon. I went to Reddit Mm -hmm. And some of the theories there is that he may have been attacked by wild dogs or it may have been that he, uh, even though foul play is not ruled out, but it has also been proposed that he might have accidentally fallen to the Yellow Medicine River Mm -hmm. near where his car was found and drowned, although extensive searches have not found a body.
2: Yeah, and they included dogs when they searched as well.
1: Yes, it did and um the search has continued in the area for several years too mm-hmm. it didn't it wasn't just one time
2: mm-hmm. and to add to that um the dogs followed it and it went to yellow Med- medicine lake and then it dropped mm. but the annette swanson his mother says that she doesn't i think he drowned there because after following the scent to the lake the dogs continued up into the other side of the lake and then across that riverbank to another gravel road where it continued north towards the medicine, yellow medicine county line and ended. What? Um, and she said on CNN, uh, sorry, quote, there really is nothing to indicate that he's in the river, end quote. Um. And he did not consume any alcohol that night. And he didn't seem disoriented or confused during the phone call. Like he would like accidentally fall into like a lake. So he did not
1: consume even though I read that he did consume alcohol mm-hmm. that night.
2: Yeah, I yes, yeah, she said he didn't, but um.
1: I was, you know. Yeah. That's she, what this mother said, but.
2: I I read somewhere that he did.
1: Mhm. So we don't know. Mhm. And so there is some more disturbing. Mhm. Reddit theories. Yeah. That he was on drugs.
2: Uh huh. Um, because they found a pipe in his car. Mhm. Um, but they. This was confirmed on the Nancy Grace segment they did on the case, but they refused to specify what kind of pipe. So it could be like a marijuana pipe. They're not sure. They won't say.
1: And there also was a theory that the drug dealer?
2: Yep, there is a theory around the area where he disappeared um, that he was killed by a drug dealer he owed money to, and that person left him in a field and then grounded him up with a cattle feed. Um, And one said he was buried in one of the Dakotas. (sighs) Um, mm-hmm. Evidence behind that is that uh, he's featured on the FBI's VICAP list, which is uh, the Violent Criminal uh, Apprehension Program, uh, with about 50 other people. Uh, it's interesting because usually the majority of the cases, if not all of the cases featured on there, are uh, victims of crime.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: they talk about this on like the last two pages of a lengthy web sleuth thread, um, so you can check that out if you want to. Wow that's sad um also uh not to discredit the mother but one of the party girls at the party he was at so that he was very just very intoxicated when he left the party um so that could possibly explain why he thought that he was in the place that he thought he was um
1: in one location which was like 25 miles yeah
2: also they said that uh, evidence behind him being intoxicated is the fact that he only took the back roads instead mm-hmm. of just the main highway mm-hmm. and also it's been 10 years and they never found his phone either which is weird never oh, found oh, his... I mean almost 10 years and they never found no it's been over 10 years oh yeah,
0: yeah. his
2: phone has never been discovered what? which is weird you would think they would have found the phone by now don't you think or that they would be able to ping it mm-hmm. well no because it was a Molo, 2008 Molarola oh, oh, SVLV7 VR Mm. so like yeah wow Uh uh-huh wow yeah do you have any more theories? yeah okay go ahead (laughs) I got like four more okay um it's worth noting that Marshall which is about 30 miles left of Fillmore County Mm -hmm. is uh the Cinco capital in 2014 Mm. um The sinkholes usually range from 10 feet to 1,000 feet, depending on the conditions that it started. Um, And usually, if you suddenly fall from a long drop, uh, you won't have time to think, especially within, like, the first four four seconds. And usually, they'll clutch onto whatever they're holding. And people say that explains why the phone has never been found. Although, it's very rare for people to die in a sinkhole. Like, very rare. Because usually, you would have heard a scream or something.
1: Hmm. My theory is that he may have fallen into a sinkhole mm-hmm. because, um, Minnesota is known as the state with the 10,000 lakes.
2: Yeah.
1: I believe most of those lakes are sinkholes. I mean, that I always say that. I believe some of those lakes are like right by our place. Mm-hmm. There's this big area that we walk around, right? Yeah. Inside of there is grass growing, but nobody will mow Mm -hmm. that area.
2: Mm -hmm. Why is that? Probably because there's something in it.
1: Maybe an animal, but I I said probably
2: because it's too long at this point. It's not that long, actually. Oh, I don't go over there. I don't like that. Yeah, but
1: I just wonder sometimes: Are they afraid of sinkholes in that little area? And then we see these little little ponds different places uh-huh. are they sinkholes mm-hmm. you know so that's my theory and that's what i think that maybe it was a sinkhole mm-hmm. but what's your other theory? uh i have
2: three more so county sheriff jack viskey said he cannot rule out foul play uh, even though there's no evidence of it he speculated start quote someone could have been in the shadows and they got him that way end quote
1: and i was thinking about Stuff like that too, like criminal minds. You know, <laughs> right. like out in the Cause in the boondocks, like you know that boondocks, but you know those country roads can be very dark and,
2: yeah at and nighttime, and even, we don't
1: know who's out there.
2: Right. There's even been cases where they think like uh, the husband did it, and then it's just some random stranger mm-hmm. saw her and then took her. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you know how tall he was?
1: He was five foot six and 125 hmm. pounds.
2: That's kind of big, isn't no,
1: it? No, I'm five foot six and a half.
2: Oh, you're kind of tall though.
1: I mean, that's a decent size for a guy. Yeah, a nineteen-year-old guy.
2: Yeah, if I he... mean, he's not
1: tiny, tiny, but right. yeah.
2: So I mean, it's possible though. Yeah,
1: especially if he, he was... was disoriented as yeah. to where he was at. It's dark, and there's dark out. Kind of nervous and out there. And if you see
2: someone walking towards you, your first thing is like, oh, ass. Was and then my person. other question
1: is. Right. Your first question is, oh, yes. But the question is, though, where's, well, unless that person took the cell phone. Yeah. And then the other question is, why didn't the parents hear
2: footsteps? That's my thing, too. Why wouldn't you hear, wouldn't you, okay, so all the car doors are open. Wouldn't you hear footsteps coming towards him? Maybe he would have, wouldn't he have fought, too?
1: Unless they hit him right away. He said, oh, and then he saw it coming.
2: But wouldn't you hear him fall?
1: You would think so, right? Because yeah. even
2: five, six, that's a, uh, you're going to hear someone like...
1: Because it's really weird that later on, all four doors, car doors was open. And then you already finished one theory, right? Yeah. Okay, another theory was that he owed drug dealers. hmm And that they came out there and beat him up.
2: Oh. Uh, but wouldn't you... But my theory... Wouldn't you hear it, that, too?
1: But also, wouldn't there be blood? Yeah. Blood spatter.
2: Also, okay, this sounds terrible, but if I'm a drug dealer and someone owes me money, I'm not going to kill them because then I definitely won't get my money. I mean, yeah, that's logically speaking, but also
1: drug dealers have a reputation. So yeah. therefore, if you're not and you're, if they going to use you yeah. as an example.
2: That's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I
1: hate talking like this because he's such a uh, 19 years old, that's you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it were, But we're speaking about it to make people aware of him. And what has happened. And if you have seen anything.
2: Yeah, exactly. You
1: have another theory? I
2: got two more. Okay,
1: yeah, she has two more theories. So um,
2: the... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, just,
1: it just breaks my heart, but go ahead. Um,
2: go ahead. The, Okay, I got two more. So this one, many people on Reddit believe that him being intoxicated would have explained everything. Mm-hmm. Why he took the back roads, why he was confused, and why he got his own location wrong. And also why he decided to walk around and not simply you know, drive his car out or just stick by his car. Um they said he accidentally drove his car off the road and he wasn't wearing his seatbelt so he could have hit his head, which would add to confusion of already being drunk. And then um especially since they said his car was already was still drivable mm. when they got it. It was just stuck in the mud. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't um damaged. And then also they said um when he said, oh, ass, he might have tripped and stumbled and then dropped his phone, although they never found his phone, so that makes no sense. And then they said maybe he fell into the river and just died accidentally. But they, oh, they dreamed that. Yeah. They
1: searched that river, uh-huh. and there should be some evidence of him mm-hmm. in that river.
2: Yeah, and they said also, since he was kind of by a farming area, like woods, rural area, uh, even though you thoroughly search it, like you can't thoroughly search something like that, Um, Because there's weather changes, terrain, animals. um, The most they can really do is like uh, search and then call out and stuff. But if you fall into like a crevice or a body of water or you get caught by an animal or even covered by leaves, then you're pretty much out of luck. Um, And they said also what could have happened is he laid down in a farm area and then the farmer actually ran him over and then the farmer hit the body or something. But why would he lay down? He had his phone. Right. So, but if they said positive, if he was drunk. He might have like stum- stumbled to like a farm, lay down, fell asleep, and then got run over. I've never heard of that happening, and that makes no sense. And the last one, I just mentioned it now. They say he faked his death, and he's still alive. Again, that makes no sense.
1: But they also, I think I read somewhere that he had eye trouble too.
2: Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, that would that make sense. That he had some
1: issues with his eyes. So I don't, I mean, like some people said he was drunk, but then again, his mom said he was not. So was it that he may not have been and it was actually dealing with his eye, issues with his eyes, which can disorient you because we both have eye problems. Uh And so, um, I know for myself, I have a hard time sometimes driving at nighttime if I don't have my Mm -hmm. glasses with me.
2: Yeah. And based on the photo, he wears glasses, doesn't
1: mm-hmm. he? Yeah, he wears glasses, but it was more issues with his eyes
2: mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. So mm, that makes sense.
1: That could cause some of the disorientation too, because I because so awesome. I hate it when people come up missing or people are so apt to believe the negative stuff mm-hmm. and not just the logical things, such as eye trouble, um, disoriented, right, um sorry to say the wrong place at the wrong time, Mm -hmm. Um, foul play, Yeah. somebody coming in, because it's hard for me to believe that he was beaten there or even close to that area without there being blood um, commotion Mm -hmm. where they can tell that something happened. And the thing that really disturbs me is why our four car doors was open when Mm -hmm. they got there. So if the family got there that next morning Mm -hmm. and found his vehicle, why was all four car doors open?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just sounds like foul play to me. Mm-hmm. Then they never found the phone.
2: Mm-hmm. It's been nearly 10 years at this point. Right? It
1: just sounds like foul play.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Somebody, this the wrong place at the wrong time.
2: Yeah.
1: In the wrong area.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah. It could go either way. That he was drinking and he did not want the police to... To pull him over on the main highway. So yeah. he took the side roads. Or it could be that his eyes were. Mm-hmm. Since it's late at night like that. his Having eye trouble. And maybe
2: he knew the back roads better than he knew the highway. I don't know. Because some of the
1: things I read said that he knew it a little bit. But he wasn't mm-hmm. that familiar with the back roads. Oh. That's what I read. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's true. Because it sounds like it could be true if he was disoriented and didn't know exactly where he was at
2: exactly it seemed like if
1: you really knew the back roads you would even if your eyes was having some trouble you know you like would. my neighborhood i could get stuck someplace but i know where i'm at exactly. even with if i didn't have my right glasses on mm-hmm. i know where i'm at exactly. you know what i mean so
2: i don't know mm-hmm. overall it's just very sad it's
1: a very sad story and so young mm-hmm. so um one positive thing that has come out of that this whole horrible situation is that Brandon's parents successfully lobbied the state legislator to pass Brandon's law, which requires the police to begin investigation of missing adults promptly Mm -hmm. because it took a while for them to take what was going on seriously. Mm -hmm. And that is what prompted his parents to lobby for that because they just felt like, um, how can you tell me this when I know my son he's not just, being irresponsible.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So that is the one good thing that has come out of that is Brandon's Law. So um, just keep a watch out there. If you hear anything or see anything. Mm-hmm. I'll leave a
2: number to call. Is there a number to call?
1: Um, yes. We'll find a number for you to call or a place that you can contact in order to give information about. Brandon if you come up with anything or or hear anything
2: mm-hmm.
1: and our deepest condolences to his family
2: exactly yes
1: but so proud of them for coming up and and fighting for Brandon's law mm-hmm. to, to have protect other adults to go yes. missing exactly yes
2: Um. I hope that when you listen to this you have a good Christmas or you're going to have a good Christmas and a new I...
1: year too exactly a new year such a blessing
2: mm-hmm. hopefully the next year is better than this year yes
1: exactly <laughs> Bye. Bye.